How much you weigh, Slim? When you weighed 168 pounds, you were beautiful. You could have been another Billy Khan. That skunk we got you for the manager, he brought you along too fast. It wasn't him, Charlie, it was you. Remember that night in the garden, you came down my dressing room and said, kid, this ain't your night. We're going for the price on Wilson. You remember that? This ain't your night. My night, I could have taken Wilson apart. So what happens? He gets the title shot outdoors in a ballpark, and what do I get? A one-way ticket to Palookaville. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You should have taken care of me just a little bit so I wouldn't have to take them dives for the short-end money. Well, I had some bets down for you. You saw some money. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. It was you, Charlie. I did do a podcast last week, but it was not the big slappy hour. Uh, yeah, you know, well, we can talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But, <coughs> but we yeah. should talk a little bit about On the Waterfront. We should. Which we is the intro. We definitely should. For uh, people who don't know. But that was uh, Rod Steiger and uh, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah. So this is a movie that... Bach and I are old, but we're not that old. This is an old movie <laughs> for us. That's true. <laughs> we, we can say we're not on the waterfront old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, but that's uh, a classic. And that's uh, directed by Elia Kazan, who was one of the all-time great uh, movie and stage directors, to his credit. But to his eternal shame, Ilya Kazan, name names, uh, in witness testimony to the House <clears throat> uh, Un-American Activities Committee 
In other words, McCarthy yeah. and the boys. Ilya Kazan came in and named names yeah. to his to his eternal shame. But he did make some incredible movies. And On the Waterfront is a true uh, classic. Carl Malden. I think who is the the girl in it is uh, uh, the same one from North by Northwest. Um, oh. oh, God. I don't see her. Why is she not listed there? Yeah, let's let's, let's check out that full cast. Ah, uh, she was just oh Eva Marie Saint. I was right. It is yeah. the North by Northwest. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but her and Marlon Brando. Yeah. Also, and for people who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking Martha's Kent's mom in Superman Returns. Wow, I would not have made that connection. But yes, you're right. Yep. I saw her not that long ago on the Oscars or something like that. She's mm-hmm. still a beautiful woman. I mean, you know, she's ancient, but... <laughs> you know? <clears throat> but, uh... Anyway, On the Waterfront. Fantastic movie. Rod Steiger, Carl Malden, Marlon Brando, Avery Marie Cena. Just, you know, great director. Classic. great. Yeah, totally. Well, that's um, when I never even got us to our questions, Fred. No, let's... Well, we'll get there. There's, there's plenty of time. Um, so was the last time I actually saw you? Was that the night of the was show? That, uh, yeah, the night of the show. That's yeah. The re- I the- did mention it, Rich and Adams, but the reason we didn't record last week yeah. was uh, we went to go see a show. Yep. Went out to a concert and uh, had a great time. And you uh, shortchanged uh, poor Tobis... Uh, Oh, Tobin. I can't remember how to pronounce the last last name. I can't remember how to pronounce it either. I'd never heard of the gentleman before the show. But so there's five guitarists. Four of them are kind of like classic guys from our Mm -hmm. younger days. And the one young guy they brought out on tour with them that we'd never heard of. Well, I I was familiar with his band. I wasn't familiar with him as an individual. But uh, he smoked. I mean, he was highly technical, and I really felt like. In his songwriting, he needs to remember that, like, it is a song. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. some melody or whatever would be, Yeah, you know? he had some crazy ch- uh, rhythm changes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, his arrangements were kind of whacked. But the dude technically was amazing. But other than that, it was Ingve and Steve Vai and Uno Betancourt and yep. uh, Zach Wilde, so... And they had a great band behind them. Uh, great bassist. That bassist was really killer. Yeah, it was. Oh, we went to see the show. There was a bar there. We had a couple beers. <coughs> we had a grand old time. We did. Yeah. So, needless to say, due to that, we didn't get around to, you know, recording <coughs> Big Slappy. So, Izzy and Captain Squall there have been waiting for their shit since, yes, they like, have. For, for almost two weeks. Forever. Oh, that's right. We need to praise Izzy. <laughs> it's praise Izzy time. <laughs> Uh, so first up amongst the question askers is the aforementioned Mike Izzy. Oh, hold on, I'm opening up his legs uh, here. And he says, good evening, Slappy and Monk. And Asa, if applicable, sadly, it is not applicable no, this week. No, it is not applicable. <laughs> uh, but good evening to you, Mr. Izzy, sir. Good evening, Mr. Izzy. I thank you for waiting patiently for us to get around to your questions. It's only been 11 days. 
right. As he goes on to say, the French Bojo. I like that. The French yes. Bojo. Bojo uh, premiered his new patented best in the world rankings system. Created in parts unknown. The first all-attribute ranking system of the modern era. And then he links to the post, which Bonk has opened up. In the high and mighty and grand, Mike Izzy (laughs) is number one on the list. (laughs) Followed by Dan Forsberg, Alex Mexler, Tortok, Joe Krasinski, Roman Augustus, Teddy Cuddles, Diddley Bigelow, Luke Emtree, and Jason Visser for top ten skaters. Yeah, it is a pretty impressive list of guys. Danny Forsberg on my fantasy team this year helped me to win, but we have questions about that, I think, later. Do so. we? Okay. And my long shot last pick of the draft, Teddy Cuddles, crushed for me. Yep. But, all right, but anyway, so this was, this I think is just this previous season. Yeah. It was this season, right? Yep. Uh, you look at the names, they're all crowded in. From, from Visser at the bottom of that list to Izzy at the top, it's less than one full point mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. Um, so all those guys were, were tremendous. But so, what do you think? So, uh, you know, who knows how he developed this, because I did look at the spreadsheet, and now I'm clicking on it now, and you can't, like, see what kind of crazy formula can't see the formula going on right? here. But you can do a find, and I question the validity of this. Why is that? I do not understand... How Lil Manius is ranked so high as to be 156. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly this is wrong. I should be much no, further down on the list. I don't know, because I'm looking at it, and you're a little bit above Alex Mack, who at this point, you're probably higher TP. Yeah, I could be. Uh, look at the people you're around. Chuck Goody Jr., you're above Alex Mack. LaShawn King, who's a rookie. Uh, these are names that, you know, Muhammad McLovin, I think, was a rookie. Uh, these are people around your... Exactly. You seem to be in the right TPE family there. You're above Goku Muerto from your own draft class. Yeah. And Jack Sadekilio. But, um... Actually, you're above the almighty LaShawn King. Ooh. <laughs> Even with his higher TPE. According to this, for what it's worth. And Otis. Otis coming in at 80. number 80. A respectable so. showing. By the way, it's got to be flawed. There's no way uh, low man should be that high. So I question the validity of this. Uh, I disagree. I actually, looking at the names who you're stacked around, I feel like you are in the right neighborhood. And by the there. way, take a look at who is on the worst list. Shatten Kirksbed. Shatten Kirksbed. <laughs> I Shatten Kirksbed. Yeah, you're right. I Shatten Kirksbed. <laughs> That's a pretty great name. That's a great one. Mick Kringle Fuck is on that list, too. Yep. yep. And Humanity. <laughs> humanity. <laughs> oh, you gotta love the puns anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess Mick Kringle Fuck's not really a pun. It's just, no, you know, no. fun to say bad words. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's why I shat in Curse Bed. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. well, that that's really, that's pretty great. That is pretty great. Um, alright, so... So, alright, we've looked at those. Uh, what are your general thoughts on the ranking system? You know, general know thought it on it. I mean, however he put it together, it put the top people at the top, and 
probably bottom people at the bottom. I would say this. It looks uh, kind of about right to me, I guess, based on this previous season. I wonder how it would correlate to fantasy score, how closely it would relate. You know what I mean? Well, I, I can pull that up here. And that not immediate, but in the near future it shall happen. Which we'll talk about fantasy because yeah, it's very sad. Very oh, sad. like I posted, ta- I, I posted taps. Oh, in the, uh, fantasy claim. <laughs> oh, it is very actually, it is extraordinarily yes. sad. You're absolutely right. But we'll get but we'll to get that. to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I wish I knew what the ranking system was. I mean, it seems to work. You know, looking at the names, it seems to work. Uh, uh, maybe. There's two defensemen on that list, but there's probably not a lot of... Def- it, obviously, it's, you know, s- scoring has got to be a big part of it, but all those guys are complete players, so... I don't know. The top guys seem to be at the top, and when I actually saw who you were grouped around, that led me to believe a little bit more that it probably does work, because <laughs> your production would have been, I think, you know, roughly... <coughs> so... So... Uh, any shockers, surprises, both good or bad? You'd yeah. have to say Tortuck's inclusion, but I did he had know a he had year. a monster year. He had a huge year. But, you know, surprising to see him listed with those kind of names. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I don't know. That's probably... Yeah. Should this list be a part of the Bojo Box package to be updated annually? I don't know about that. I think he should work on that after he finally gets the IAHHF in there. Oh, yeah. I wonder how hard would it be for him to make, like, one more column or whatever in the list of stats that he shows using this formula oh. to yeah. so that you can be, like, a clickable... Yeah, you can yeah, click yeah, between, yeah, and then you, know, you can do it by scoring score by season, or by the, yeah. et cetera. Right. I don't know. Because if, and I have if zero idea. If it was just idea, one new column, right? A new if he could just thing, add yeah, it yeah. in, because he's already got the formula and it uses the existing data, mm-hmm. if it wouldn't be a big deal, I think it would definitely be worth doing. But if it's a big deal. But then you know, he might have to spill the secrets on his magic from his parts unknown. By the way, what wrestler came from parts unknown? It's bothering me. Because that was the oh, first thing that came to no, mind to uh, me. The, was the one guy who wore the mask who was like the. the what the hell? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah I used to always love it because he, he hailed from parts unknown. <laughs> then you had Sid Vicious who hailed from wherever he darn well pleases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always loved that one. Terry wherever Gordy, he darn well pleases. <laughs> Terry and Gordy Funk from the Double Cross Ranch. That's right. <laughs> um, what was the mother? Uh, but I think yeah. parts unknown would have been like, it would have had to have been like a, Somehow, unfortunately, given the rest yeah, of that, thinking, that would have been like somebody, gone, so somebody have been, Asian. Uh, you know what I mean? I Either Samoan remember. type or yeah, like East Asian, you know, <laughs> type of thing, I'm guessing. One of Mr. Fuji's guys, probably. Who knows? I can't remember. I'm sure there's been a number of parts unknown. So I don't think this is one person. And a lot of wrestlers have been parts unknown. All right. So, uh,. Thank you, uh, Izzy, for coming through some questions. He for says, us. "Your friend, Mike Izzy. You are. He is our friend. Absolutely, undoubtedly. Let's are throw we it off. We're doing cheers. Right. Why not? Because that is undoubtedly true. So thank you very much, Mister Izzy. 
Uh, he might come up again. I'm not 100% sure. He might have. He might have. I don't know. Rebound. I know Captain Squall did. <laughs> I think, I, okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, I really have not twice. looked at the question threads. Yeah. So, well, I knew these were there because I saw them right after they posted them. But. By the way, I don't know if I've said this on air before, but I just, Captain Squall, I would like to give him credit because you know how much we love the names. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dick Fist. Yeah. <laughs> that is a classic. That is absolutely a great one. Oh, yeah. That is an absolute fucking great one. So, congrats on coming up with a classic, classic name. And a guy who's developing into quite uh, a skater, too. Uh, look at Toronto for a second. Oh, that's playoff, right? Uh, that's the playoff know. roster. Hold on a that's second. not regular season, right? I don't know. It's too sure. I gotta look. Yeah, yes, no, it's, it's playoffs. Playoff. So, well, they oh, did play. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Bonk just realized there's been a sim. Uh, and I found out how I don't like to see it. I found this. I'm getting the live playoff update. Wait. Yeah, refresh it. There we are. Ooh, oh. Bears. Winnipeg with All another right. win. Igneous Blunt. Up 2-0 on Edmonton. Yeah. And Volkova get an empty net. Yeah. Tortuck did score. Big man wow. skated around on the ice. His goals were scored. <laughs> <laughs> hit one had guy. A, had a hit. <laughs> Zero for two for faceoffs, but you should be taking faceoff anyway. You know what, dude? You were a plus two. That was a take plus some, two. Uh, yeah. 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 Take some credit, man. You won. Absolutely. That's what counts. You did what you had to do. That's right. Wow. Winnipeg up 2-0 on the Edmonton Blizzard now. Uh, we probably have playoff questions. Probably. But there you go. That was the live update yep. of the sim. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I was going to say Toronto, but I was thinking more regular season. But it doesn't matter. Because they had nothing well, to do with his questions. I just wanted to say Dick Fist there is starting to put up some big numbers. Like, he's starting to, you know? He is. Well, yeah. he's he's getting to that 1,000 TPL threshold. Right. Once right. you hit 1,000, that's when you can just start cranking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a guy who's going to bring scoring into his game kind of suddenly, I think. So. Yeah. All right. This is early questions. Yes, they're early, and you waited a very long time yes. to hear them answered. Now the Toronto North Stars are going to make the playoffs for the first time since season 37. Is this a flash in the pan? Is this a sign of things to come? Is this the fastest turnaround for a team in SHL history? What do you have to well, say? We happen to know. We happen to know. <laughs> Could be a flash in the pan. Well, <laughs> it's going to be a, a tight seven-game series. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a tight seven-game series. <laughs> be so close, but yet so far. Uh, so, obviously, we do know now Minnesota did beat Toronto in a 4-3 series. And we do, I know, directly have a question about that. I'm pretty sure okay. Argar asked about it. But what do you think of Toronto's season on the whole and their prospects for the future. I don't know. They just picked up Adam tonight. And yeah, I didn't even know that. Bonk told me when I got here. I'm trying to think. Where is he, TP? Where is Adam? He's pretty Gold high. Was. Yeah, that's what 15, I was thinking. 16, he's, 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 he's maybe even higher. He's way up there. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, that he was, you know, definitely multiple hundreds up, not the 2,000 realm, but up there. 
Yeah. Uh, no, if, if he's already on Toronto, if they've moved him already. I would imagine so. They usually do that pretty quick. Yeah, they usually do. Where is Finn Kruger? Well, maybe not. Or is there just a two-page one? That's not. Well, you would think he wouldn't be at the bottom, so... Hamilton. Check Hamilton real quick. Or is he, like, not appearing? Oh, yeah, yeah he's still on Hamilton. Yeah, okay. 1690. You know it's yeah. got to be even... He's got to be above 17. Yeah. so... And he's season 35. So, uh, yeah, so. Uh, this, uh, you know, that could be a, a little bit of change, especially after getting into the first round of the playoffs this season. Worth looking at whether or not if... I hope, you know... Xander Reese is going to be a sketchier fantasy pick That's true. next season. And Finn here, Adam, could be a much better fantasy that pick. That is true. Potentially. It's worth worth looking into how that's going to shake out. Yep. Uh, I'm on how lines get put together. Yeah, that. yeah. That's the that's first thing that occurs to me. Yep. <laughs> uh, what about, what do you think about Toronto's season, their regular season? Um... Was can pull up I was just going to say, I'm not too sure what their final exact record was, because that was the East, you know. <laughs> I, I believe they won it, but yeah. Oh, that's oh, the wow. oh they, okay. they the changed play. the link this year. Okay. Thank you, head office. Or whoever does the there little magic there. <laughs> so, yeah, Toronto okay, won, they won the, the East. East. Okay. And gave up 113 goals wow. on the season. And Michael McFadden had maybe the best goalie year, like yes. in a long, yeah, long time. So, what are your feelings? Well, I think we know who's going to be cleaning up on uh, the goalie awards for the for the year. Well, yes, I would definitely. Yeah, I mean, you got to give that consideration of just MVP in general, because you know goaltending carried that team. I am going to guess that he will be receiving. Consideration, yeah, for I would imagine beyond not, right. not not to get into the award realm with a committee member here and all that jazz, <laughs> just randomly making the statement of wow. We because, had two uh, on uh, on the uh, well, I should just say, yeah, so I recorded with Rich and Adam last week. You probably, and if you're listening to this, you probably already know that, even whether you yeah, listen yeah, or yeah. not, you probably are aware. But uh, recorded with Rich and Adam last week, it was a ball, man. I had a very, very good time. Oh, yeah. It was a very good podcast. I listened to it. Yeah. Very I, good, guys. I felt like I talked a lot, but I always feel like I talk a lot. Because I do talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things, Gabby. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm fully aware. Well, of it. actually, here, hold on. Um, I'll go uh, let you babble to yourself as I go get a beer. Okay. I'll take one, please. You need one, too? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, this is one of those things for Falk, you know, where you talk to yourself. As, oh, as no, Adam Falk, he just puts music on and leaves the room. Instead of pausing, he just, like, leaves the room and puts a tune on and goes and mixes himself a drink or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> kind of cracks me up. But but then again, I don't really share his yeah. taste in music. Except for the jazz he plays in the background, which yeah. is always really good. But that's all right. Uh, oh, so here's what I was going to say. So, you know... Rich and Adam very graciously asked me to be on their podcast, and I thank them very, very much. It was excellent. Um, but, you know, it was set, they record on Saturday night. So Saturday night, typically, I am home 
with my family, wife and kids, which I was on Saturday. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, my house is not that big. Yeah. I just can't think that there's any place in there that I would feel did, comfortable. I was going to ask you that. Did you do it in the car, like some creepy guy sitting in this car? Dude, not only did I do this, so this time I'll tell you what I did. So I got in my car. Oh, dude. I drove over to, like, there's a big, like, uh, uh, shopping center. Like, not a shopping center, a yeah, strip mall, you mm-hmm. know, uh, near my house, you know, where the hardware oh. store is. Oh, yes, over yeah, there, right? I know what you're talking I pulled about. into the parking lot of a hardware store, which was long since closed, it was the evening, uh, and just sat there, and... Looking like a deviant, talking to yourself. Uh, yeah, I guess. People in this day and age talking, you always, everybody assumes you're on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, one way or the other. Nobody bothered me, and I didn't have to worry about my family overhearing me and thinking that I'm even more of a weirdo than they already know that I am. Yep. <laughs> you know? Uh, but it was a good it was a good time. But yeah, that's what I did. And when it was done, just about 30 seconds after it was done or close to it, I said thank you very much to those guys and drove home well, and hung out my family. As I'm looking more at the index here, looking at <coughs> what Toronto did this year, they have one of the worst offenses in the league. Yeah, they did. <coughs> <coughs> they won. Their def- that goaltending <coughs> defense was that good. <coughs> McFadden stood on his head. Yeah. <coughs> and got them the East uh, title or whatever. Oh, it was. I think it was the all-time record, dude. I'm not even kidding. Nine thirty-two. Nine thirty-two. Goes against two. Dude. Uh-huh. I believe uh, two oh six goals against average two oh six. Yeah. Fucking he had a he had a year for he the ages, man. Um. So what's your feelings on Michael McFadden and his performance this year? Impressive. I mean, damn is the only thing you really say about it. Um, I'm pretty sure he's inactive and in regression, and his TPE level is not that high now. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what do you think? I we talked about this originally, but what do you think his prospects are for continuing this? Success? Oh well, I think to some degree it's got to be an anomaly because I mean when uh, Schmidt had his insanity with uh, oh, yeah. you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean sometimes Simon T does that, and a goaltender just yeah. gets insane. Now Schmidt was like a sixteen hundred TP monster at the time. Uh, but you're right. His performance the year after that monster year, he actually Schmidt did a. He was like won won everything. Won the McBride Mexico Con one year. Next year wasn't that good. We squeaked in the playoffs. The year after that, I think he won the McBride again. So I'm sorry. So what were you going to point out? You were looking at something. Yeah, um, it's Bojo box and Bojo. You do not have safe percentage in here for the goaltenders. <laughs> really? For shame. Really, Bojo? For shame. You don't have save percentage? <laughs> I re- I think Argar said that this was a record. I'm pretty sure. He may ask about it. I'm not sure, but... Uh, I believe that I am not incorrect in saying that he just set a record. Wow. Yeah. This would be Ellen, just out of curiosity. Who had the most saves in a season? John McBride. McBride. Wow. Which seems fitting. Yeah. You look at the names on here. Kyle Prince with Buffalo. Up there with the Giants of the game. 
Yeah. With the stampede. But look at that season. Season six, people were shooting goals. Whatever happened in the sim that year, look at the goals that were getting shot. This is just pure shot, you know, saves. So that means people were shooting crazy. Are you talking that about season. Kyle Prince? Well, which, look at the which, season. Oh, you're talking about McBride. Season well, six. Well, McBride. Conquering season six. Oh, you're right. Everybody. Jester, oh, right. Poncho, Jester, Corcoran, McBride, all season six. And Fernando, Fernando Garcia. Garcia. There's a and name. More. You're right. Season six. Whatever was going on. Uh, the they must right have been there. scoring 80 goals a and game. Then seven. Because you keep going down. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a billion sixes and a number of sevens. There was a weird sim anomaly going on there. And then, yeah. And then now, too. Why are we in a. S- in a time right now because from tanking. I think it's tanking. A lot of teams tanking at once. Could be. Because you look at like 40, 40, 43, 44, you're seeing uh, a lot of those numbers. I can't remember how uh, Buffalo was in season two. Wow, they were horrible. They were only a few years in and they were really shit. (laughs) No offense. They were probably, (laughs) they probably just became Buffalo from uh, yeah, totally. the expansion was only in like season twenty six. Yeah, so. so. Uh, all right, so we're way off and left the field here. I can't yep, even remember right. what we were fucking talking about. Uh, we're talking about oh Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, fastest turnaround in team history. Well, do you still have the regular index? So, yeah, regular yeah. season index. So let's take a look at Toronto's roster for a second. All right. What do you think about? So now you're gonna add Finn Kruger. What did they give up? They give up anything significant? They must have given up something. Let's look yeah. at the... Uh, it's not something that blew me away. Let me put it that way. Maybe draft picks or something? No. There was definitely another Pastor. player involved. Or, yeah. Ooh, look, there's another... Uh, oh, moves are getting made. Yeah. Buffalo, Seattle, Hamilton. Hamilton. Is that it? Because that he is Hamilton. Oh, no, no, but that's not... So, Toronto, Hamilton. Let's take a look. Finn Kruger and, and a fourth-round pick for Dank Boya, which is... Snusu or Stusu, yep. whatever, and the Toronto second. So they're bringing Stusu as a young up and comer, kind of not young up and comer, but I think he's got a lot less TP than Kruger. Yeah. But he's, I think he's a lot newer, too. But he's very, very active in mm-hmm. building to, to, to Hamilton. And Kruger going to Toronto. So, wow. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. All right, so now you got Xander Reese and Finn Kruger in that defense core. Uh, and Dick Fist coming up in that defense core. So now, now you're starting to see the makings of an actual defense yep. there. We don't know how those lines will be set up yet. We also don't know whether or not they're going to have the old man Jonathan Lundberg on the squad next year. That's true. His chase for 3,000 hits could carry him Elsewhere. to greener pastures. That's true. Of 40 checking on either side of him. <laughs> You'll find some, just some, you know, snipers that have nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, of course they will have the venerable Chris York, Mikhail Lakatanov. Uh, losing Christian Eriksen, the old, the real old man, the true yep. ancient and legend. And Richard Fist will be crossing that 1,000 TP. Yeah, mark. yeah. I think Michael McFadden is due for major regression, unfortunately. That's he true. might have a great year, but it won't be like like this. Well, so Lundberg, too, for that matter. Yeah, if he does Lundberg may or may not be there, but if he yeah, is, yeah. it's likely 
his scoring will not be nearly as good, I would think, because he's going to regress further and he's not going to take them checking. And York, really, so. York is also on the downhill side of the bell curve, if I believe. Yeah, he's a regression, but but st- should still be able to be. Oh yeah, he's still going to be effective. Highly effective. Yep. Um, I see Toronto is not doing as well next year. I see them as being a playoff team, maybe, but more like a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If I'm being honest, yeah. I think Finn Kruger, from a individual perspective, may put up some big numbers. Let's take a look at this Buffalo Seattle Hamilton three way trade thing. Hamilton is uh, making deals. Yep. So Alexander Zajac signs a three year contract at four million. Buffalo receives Oliver Koenig and a. 40, season 47 third. third round. Seattle receives Flacco Lagerfield and Cash, Cash Savage. Savage. Hamilton receives Alexander Zajac and a first, a season 45 first. Uh, so we're talking about, wow, well, so yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, there's a lot of moving and shaking going on. A lot of moving and shaking going on there. Nothing on that, you know, rattles me too crazy on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got I, moves being made. Hopefully Buffalo's trying to chase some scoring because they need it. Mm-hmm. Right, so go up. Are we, uh, is it the fastest it, turnaround in team history? Yeah. I think it's, you know, I think it is not a sign of things to come. I actually think they're due for a slight regression. Yeah. No matter, I think Dick Fist will be a... I think the defense... You have the I, think they're, I, think they're, defense I think they're score. improving a lot, but I don't think... Uh, I think they need more forwards. Yeah. I don't know what their prospect area is looking like, but I think they're a little weak and, in the forward department, and McFadden ain't getting any younger. That's the whole thing. McFadden ain't getting any younger, and Simon T's not going to give him the blessing that he got this right, year. Right, but This is the same year that uh, Schmidt had. Yeah, to a degree, yeah, yeah. But he's about half Schmidt's TPE at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I just mean the way the same right, treated Right, him. right. By the way, we should we never actually said uh, Box having some phone difficulties, so we're recording on my phone yeah, tonight. Yeah, so it might sound a little different. So if it doesn't sound as good, I apologize, but I got a cheap ass phone. Yeah. <laughs> Box phone's a lot nicer. So except for my phone is dying. Yeah, except that mine works. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But um, exactly. But if it doesn't sound as good, I'm sure Bach get the problem rectified soon, and we'll yeah, be, yeah, yeah. hopefully be back on uh, better audio ground here. But mm-hmm. so bear with us. Uh, well, I could do it. It would just be a real, real pain in the ass to get it off and post it. Yeah, whatever. No, it's it's yeah. uh, it's not worth it. So, all right. So let's just pop back. Right. And so that is the fast, fastest turnaround. It is a fast turnaround, but I don't know. You've seen other... Yeah. I guess the fact that they won the East is pretty damn impressive. But it's just it was a historic se- or, uh, season by McFadden. Mm-hmm. Things just broke exactly right, you know. But thank you very much, Captain, my captain. Yep, thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. the questions. Who is currently online at, you know, on a, on a Friday night. He's, oh, you saw him. Uh, he, the yeah. little green dot means he's oh, okay. on right, right now. Right. Abigail, on the other hand, is not. Is not. <laughs> but I'm not sure what time of day it is for him right now. He actually said that it would be all right. Like, the time of day for him when we record 
would wouldn't be too bad for him. You oh, know, okay. like so it's pretty doable. So we should we should try to do that sometime. Right? Get Abigail on. Yeah, here. we need to get Abigail to Big Slappy I think. You know? Zach was on, I think we need to get, you know, Abigail. Get Abigail on. Yeah. You talk to sense this boy. You stepping away. <laughs> you stepping away from fantasy. No. All right. I, does anybody sad. directly ask us about that? Because now this would be the time to to address it. That's that's why I think got we need to address it. I know I'm doing something different oh, okay. over here. Um, <clears throat> keep going. Well, first, first and foremost, before we even get into what he says, let's commiserate the fact that uh, freaking Abigail is stepping down as the fantasy head, man. Ah, yes. <laughs> Bonk posted taps <laughs> when he heard the news. I had to take it right out of his little announcement yeah. and posting of that. I think I posted something in there. A no, I'm the that. only person. Oh, who's you are. Oh, I'm wow, the only man. person who's posted in there. <laughs> That's very appropriate, dude. Very, yeah, very. Because this is the death indeed. of fantasy, Abigail stepping down. Ah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm scared. Remember I, how? Remember the old days? I do. Ooh. I may need you to hold me, Bonk. Yeah, I know. Because I am scared that we're gonna go back to the wild, wild west. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was not good pre-Abigail fantasy. Although, and this is the God's honest truth, Bonk and I. Dominated. dominated. <laughs> it was a much more hidden secret. Yeah, thing, yeah. I mean, but Bonk and I did dominate it during that time, but it was a mess. And Abigail has made it a thing of beauty yes. and wonder. And I don't know why this fucking idiot is... <laughs> I think, you know what? I, I really hope it wasn't the fact that I just gave him such a beat down. <laughs> you think you discouraged him so I much? May have. You knocked him out. Did as you see the beat down I gave him? <laughs> so that might be the reason why. <laughs> oh well, because now it's now we're two, we're two for two. I know. I when, had, when I we're had, in the same group as him. It's proven that we I had close to two hundred. He was a hundred and. One eighty roughly yeah, behind you. One hundred eighty behind me. <laughs> I think it's proven at this point that he can't hang with the master fantasy sure. whispers. <laughs> he had the first pick too. And he had the first pick. Who did he take? Chris York. He took York. I took Izzy. Yeah, I mean, York's never a bad pick. Ooh, but I beat him by ninety points with that pick right there. You sure did. No, the York pick did not work out. Lundberg stole all his points. For real. Yep. Abigail needs to blame Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Rich didn't construct the lines, but... Yeah. He took Vasily Horvat, who was a solid pick. He made some solid picks. Winnipeg goalie worked yep. out pretty damn well. And Abigail's a good man, because he paid his dude, paid his bet. <laughs> uh... Which, by the way, I realized you need to take half of that and send it to Asa, and I need to do the same because McJesus graded the last the oh, big slappy, and I wrote there. in there to do it. But McJesus, God love him, and I do. I think he's a good guy. Is like not the greatest <laughs> fucking <laughs> media grader there's ever been, and I, you know. But so he just split it. But it took yeah, me yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing: the first like four times he did it, 
he gave it all to me, and I had to tell him each time. So at least now he's splitting it. He's splitting it. So I didn't want to confuse him. Rock the boat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to rock the boat. So we both need to transfer a half mil okay. to right. Asa uh, for the one episode. <laughs> all right, but Abigail says, congratulations, Bonk and Slappy, on both winning your groups. Bonk, I have submitted your bet winnings to the bank. Yep. Uh, I say Abigail is a mensch. A mensch. A mensch. She is a mensch, dude. Absolutely. Right. Uh, but uh, he has bummed us out supremely. Uh, but I think sad, we need to send one up to Abigail's tenure as fantasy manager, or fantasy manager, and for bringing it out of the dark ages of the pestilence. We, uh, the pestilence. And and the, the old warfare. spreadsheet yeah. that was just kind of like... Pestilence and famine reigned. The sky Aye. was dark with ravens. All right. I guess I can put one up to Abigail. Taps for the death of fantasy. Yes. <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> the king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> Abigail, thank you for pulling fantasy out of the dark ages. Yes. yes. And I really hope and pray that it continues. Absolutely, man. And thank you for all your hard work you've done in putting that together. Absolutely, absolutely. I think since you have your group open, do you want to quickly show how you dominated the fantasy landscape well, this season? I dominated with... With your Mike uh, Izzy pick standing in the river, right? Or on the yes, banks. Yep, the my Mike Izzy pick standing on the banks of the river, yep. sitting on the bank. Um, then um, I think I went Oskar with my second. Odegaard turned out to be very, very good for yep, you. Yep, And then I picked up Nova, Terrence Nova. Who was solid. Very who was solid. solid. Who Not was solid. a gigantic number, but uh, very he solid. He had me nervous in the beginning of the season. But, but he picked it up for you. Exactly. Strong. Exactly. Then I picked up Tor Tuck. Which was the pick. Oh, yeah. And that was like one of the last defensemen picked. I have to give you the credit on the Tor Tuck. You opened my eyes to Tor Tuck, and I made him my ad drop. And I largely credit that with winning my group. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh... But yeah, so I'm sorry. Please continue. And then I had uh, Panthers goaltending. Yeah, couldn't do that. Oh, and my sleeper pick. You didn't even bother to the very do the ad drop. Kelly Reve 
underperformed for you. Well, you could have easily was, have gotten something It was better, so I funny. Think. Whoever wrote the article about um, Teddy Cuddles not being picked up in my group. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you could have picked up Cuddles. He would have gotten you know, almost another 100 Fla- points. Flappy picked him up. So my uh-huh. GM picked him up. Got ahead of me for like the last day of the uh, season. Yeah. But then I came back at the final day, or second to last day, he pulled ahead of me. So he almost beat you. He almost beat so me. Yeah, that's damn solid. He team had a big himself. turnaround once he picked up Cuddles. Yeah, yeah. So very, very. He was nice. always like right behind me, but then his ad drop kicked in. I was like, oh. Because you were pretty high globally, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think I dropped off on that scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were my. Yeah. But still, so very very solid. Oh, I was. Well, group you know what? I guess. Eh. Actually, you and I wound up near near each other. I was group seven. If you wanna yeah, click on that for a second. Well, you can just click on a group. Yeah, I just wanted to see who was in your group. Okay. I had Luke in there. With you had me. Luke in there. Luke, and if you're listening, and I know you are, I kicked your ass. Slappy's going, Otis is getting 10 TPE. <laughs> That's right, baby. Otis is getting 10 TPE. I haven't even done it yet. I have a big Where update coming. There you are. So, uh, I think I took Xander Reese with my first pick, who turned out to be very solid. Solid pick. But I had, I picked towards the end of the round, I want to say, and I can't, I got Danny Forsberg on the comeback. I'm surprised that I might have gone the other way. I might have took Forsberg first and Xander Reese on the comeback. I don't remember. They were one, two in either order. Uh, But they both turned out really well, and Forsberg was a monster. Uh, Pretty sure I took Vasily Horvat next, who was solid, if not completely spectacular, Mm -hmm. but very, very solid. I took Gary Grease fairly early on. I guess after that, I took Gary Grease. And he wound up being my ad drop. Yeah, he was better in the second half, but yep. early on he didn't score a lot. But he wound up being my ad drop. Uh, then I took Buffalo goalie, which turned out to be my biggest disappointment. I could yeah. have taken Wes Kendall, which would have been which like another been. like 60 yeah. points. Uh, I would have been much, much higher on the overall you know, list. Uh, I regretted taking Buffalo, but I did drop Gary Grease and pick up Tor Talk. <laughs> I beat you. But we were 9 and 10. 9 and 10. We're both in the we're top, both 10. In the you top were, 10. You had two more points. Yep. 2.1, to 2.1. be fair. Yeah. <laughs> 2.1 more points. Oh, if I had got Wes Kendall well, goalie instead of Buffalo, I could have legitimately been second if I had just done that, I think. Yep. Uh, and I was debating. I could, yeah. I really made the wrong call there. But who could have guessed Buffalo would have been so poor this year? Wow. Take a look at uh, Group Thirteen: Toe Dragon and New Jersey Bad Apple. Fuck. Oh yeah. They both had amazing seasons with. Yeah, Toe and one tenth, one tenth of a point. Wow. Oh my God. This wow. Year, Hold on. I gotta go. Toe to beat. Uh, Falk. Falk by a point ten. ten. Point ten. Holy shit! Ooh. Group thirteen. Oh, that's rough. That is rough. Wow. Good work, Tojo. Yeah, yeah I'll Tojo throw it up to, to good work, Visser. All right. 
All right, that's probably enough fun on fantasy. Other yep. than to say once again, Avakil, come back. Come back, Shane. <laughs> Here's my, I think, yeah. quite quite original. Uh, begging for questions. Begging for questions part. <laughs> to which Luke responded, uh, DJ Lukey Luke said, How have the playoffs been treating you guys? Players have been treating the Jets pretty good so far. A lot better than Calgary. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, himself really hasn't done a whole lot. I will quickly say we went out in five, uh, and I don't need to talk anymore about that. No. <laughs> wow, okay. That's a little tender still, huh? Ah, it's all right. Whatever. It, it is what it is. Uh, it is my personal opinion that Calgary may need a season. I don't think it's a big turnaround. We got a lot of guys coming up. But we may need we that what we need is fucking Ace's old ass to retire and recreate. No. Uh, and you know, get that get that process working. But right now, oh, could we have a rematch of season twenty five? Oh, it could happen. The season twenty five rematch is right now looking like it could happen. Yeah, that could happen. Minus one slappy McDoodle. Though. Sorry, Bojo will be there. That's true. And and uh, enigmatic. Oh yeah, back yeah, to yeah, now yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Talk about the old school. You still get yeah, still a few of them f- f- floating around over there. And you're still on Winnipeg. It really so there yep. is a there is a through line there. There's a direct thread. You know, <laughs> yep. like it's yeah. Wow. Uh, that that would be that would be something, man. Because right now Winnipeg is up two to nothing in the blizzard, and the platoon are up two to nothing on the Minnesota Chiefs. So, and uh, Luke follows up with, "How have your week been?" My uh, week was okay. <coughs> kind of had a little crunch thing at work, so it was a little hectic in that sense. Had yeah. to get some stuff done. Yeah, that will but happen. made it and got things done. Uh, my week's been pretty good. Uh, I am working on two hours sleep as I sit here nice. right now. Because I did work the overnight last night and then took a little nap today. Couldn't do any... I had things to do. I couldn't get any more than that. Went in for some overtime tonight and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm keeping the energy up. <laughs> That's because I had my tea on the way over here. I see. I see. <laughs> but the week's been good, man, and I hope that yours has been good as well. Do you want to like sweet? Yeah, we should do a time check yeah, or something. We'll probably do that. Yeah. Okay. So sorry if this thing is banging around. I'm just moving it. Uh. Should we just head straight into... Flat Well, maybe we say thank you to... Uh, uh, thank you, Thank Luke. you very much, Grandmaster DJ Lukey Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes in my GM. Yes, yes. The Honorable Flappy, Flappy Giraffe. Who I just squeaked out a win over in fantasy. Yeah. Bare- not, not as close as... Uh, Visser and Falk there, but still pretty close. Yeah, no kidding. Falk Came down to the last one. sim. 
But even for you guys, it came down to the last. Oh, yeah, it came for us, it came down to the last end. But, yeah, not, we didn't finish that close. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, no, you can go ahead, man. Okay. With Abigail stepping down his fantasy head and JSS being hired as Seattle GM, there's our openings in the new... There's an opening for a new head office member in Fantasy Head. Do either of you plan on applying for one of those jobs? Well, I can say no. <laughs> Are you planning on uh, applying definitely for head not, office? Uh, you know, definitely not Fantasy Head. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Uh, oh. Besides, there's only one guy who should be doing that. I have toyed with the idea. I did really? actually want... Well, the one time, well, I, you know... I've thought about it. Here's the thing, and I'm going to be blatantly honest here. When I read the duties of a head office member, a lot of it looks like, you know, updating this or that. That's not going to be my strong suit. It's <laughs> just not. That's the way it is. It's just not. But I do feel, maybe this is just my ego, but I feel like I have... Thoughts that would be well heard. Have you talked about <laughs> Barnabas Combs about this? I have talked to people in the okay. head office, and I will not name names, but I have talked to current and former head office members. All right. Who tell me that I could probably handle it. I and say. that's not as bad as it's made out to seem. Um, you know, but I. You know, I, every once in a while, shit happens, and I blow up, and I go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that does happen, right? Obviously. Everybody knows this. <laughs> I try to be, you know. But I feel like, all right, then I should... It, it feels like, not hypocritical, but I mean, I feel like, all right, fine, you know. I don't know. I've contemplated it. But if they want somebody who's really going to be like, on top of uh, making people up, making sure people have their regression in, it's not me. Gotcha. It's not me. So, you know. You'll be good until there's actual work that needs to be done. I can do things, you know, but I mainly want to, <laughs> if they have discussions, uh, I feel like I have a voice and a point of view that uh, could bring some things to the table that, I see. that, you know, maybe underrepresented at times. I see. Yes. Uh, all right. If not, is there anybody in particular that you would like to see apply? Not that I can think of. Um, I mean, there are definitely some few very level-headed people around the site who I think could, you know, yeah, do probably a fine position, you know, in filling the role. But, you know, who knows with people's day-to-day lives because, you know, if I had nothing else to do and I didn't have a life going on, yeah, sure, I probably would apply for, you know, one of those positions to do something <laughs> right. like that. But I just know I won't have the time for it. Right, right So right. I understand. Uh, I Some of the people that I would name, I know have uh, no interest. Uh, that's, that's the other thing. Zach and Rich being the first two names that come to mind <laughs> for me. I know neither one of them is probably going to ever do it, but I think they would both uh, yeah. do an excellent job. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody like McJesus, you know, Halsey, yeah. uh, being there. I feel like he's got a 
point of view, and he's got, I don't know, thoughts should, and feelings. He does. He does. Not afraid to speak his mind to a degree. Um, who else would be a solid choice? Uh, I don't know. Not was really. Wasn't Halsey in that office at one point? I think he may have been. Well, yeah. he's been around forever in a day, so exactly. I think he's done a lot of things over time. Um, so I'm trying it, to think about it. Might have been actually in the head office when I first joined the Jets. Yeah, I could be wrong about that. I God only knows. I I can't remember. Uh, just trying to think if there's anybody missing the. But whatever. Yeah. Wait, so what is there? Uh, <coughs> Flappy goes on to say, at the time of recording, both of you have seen some action against the Edmonton Blizzard this playoffs. Do they have what it takes to win the Cup this season, or will they be foiled by the Jets slash Eastern champion? It's not even a question. Jets are going to foil them. Uh, right now, they're down 2-0, so... Uh, Yep, this is where my Homer rooting for the Jets uh, rule kicks in. And, uh, yeah, well, the Jets are going to win this, so, I mean. Well, you guys are up 2 no, 2 2 nothing, exactly. And it was 2-1 to one and then 6-4. to four. Now, obviously, Edmonton scored a shit ton of goals this year. Like, a yep. crazy amount. But you guys held them to 2 one in the first game with only Hercules Rockefeller assisted by Teddy Cuddles and Brady McIntyre. Just out of curiosity. What are you looking at there? Yeah, Edmonton won the West this year. They scored 194 yeah. goals, which is a lot more. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I just wanted to take a look at our differentials. I knew they had scored more. I knew they had scored more, but... Uh, I didn't know what the exact yeah. numbers were. 27 more than the when the Winnipeg Jets, who were number two. So, yeah. That's oh, like yeah. another, more than another half a goal game. I mean, that's like, they, they fucking scored. <laughs> yep. Shit. So, you guys <coughs> held them the one goal in the first game, and then 6-4, to four, you guys won again in the second game. So, yep. they did score some goals in that one, but you guys blew up. But we, we had, we were matched them on it. So... So no, they don't have what it takes. They're not getting past the Jets. It wouldn't look that way right now. They're certainly in a hole. So. <coughs> no, I'm going to call it now. Which is not exactly a hot take, but um, Winnipeg, West Kendall, Old Fashioned Season 25 Ooh. Part 2 uh, Finals. Uh, which, you know, I don't know. I, okay, would it be wrong of me to admit that my loyalty will almost be torn in that, oh. in that series? Here's the thing. Bojo, motherfucker won two now. I have no more sympathy. <laughs> you know, like, like he's, he's got two fucking rings. And he keeps talking about it. <laughs> his rings and his IHF gold medals and everything. Yep. He's, ever since he started winning, he's, you know... On top of the fantasy world here, or whatever. Uh, so I'd be a little bit torn because there's a lot of people on Winnipeg that I like and love very much. So, you know, it's like, uh, but we'll see. I'd still probably be all about the platoon. I'm a tunes. You just want to go through that pain again. <laughs> 
right. Captain Swell comes back. Oh, well, first, the first. Thank you, Flappy. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you very much, Flappy. Appreciate it. Now Captain Swell comes in. As always, I am here, and will ask. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Uh, and he asks, who are some of the names that come up when you think of players who are all right in the regular se- season but came alive in playoff time? That's a tough question. We got the playoff. This is the playoff index, right? Let's take Bears. I want to say did that once or twice with the Jets. What are we talking about? Who uh, had like an okay regular season, but then this just exploded? Year? No, he's just saying in general. I think who are some names that come to mind in the regular? Think of players who are all right in the regular season. But came alive complete. Oh yeah, you're right. Like this yeah. is historically right. Uh, big game boy truck for the Calgary Dragons. Yeah. That's how he got the name, Big True. Game Boy Truck. True. <laughs> He's BGB, yeah. yeah. Michael Boy Truck of the Calgary Dragons, defenseman, uh, phenomenal player, but a big game player and a cup winner. Uh, not only with Calgary, but he won. He didn't spend his whole career there, and he won somewhere else as well. I can't yeah, he did. Can't remember with the team, but uh, definitely big game, boy, Chuck. But yeah, I, I really can't think of anyone who's done that. You know, there's not anyone who's consistently does that. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's difficult with this sim. Yeah, you know, to have that kind of consistency. Um, uh, you know. Most of the people who were really good at winning cups were good in the regular season as well, you know, for the most part. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that really comes to mind, but nothing nothing major uh, other than Boychuk, I would say. Mark Harder. Do you remember when he was really old with Toronto? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, Mark Harder... Who long-time listeners will know my love affair with Mark Harder. Yes, um, yes. But he was a goaltender who was a phenomenal top-of-the-league goaltender, but when he was late in his career and low in TPE, uh, won with Toronto, won a cup with Toronto, and uh, really got it done in the playoffs, you know, at a, at a much regressed TPE level. True. So, he's a goaltender worth looking up if you want to yeah. see he did have an amazing career. He yeah. did have those two seasons or three seasons there towards the end where he turned it on. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of great years, though. And, yeah. may I say, won a four-star cup with one slapping McDoodle Ooh. on the Kelowna Knights. Actually won back-to-back four-star cups uh, during his SMJHL career. Career, okay. Yeah. Which is where my love affair of Mark Harder first was born. Because I got gotcha. my first cup right away. Largely at the strength of one Mr. Harder. Although Slappy was a first line center on that team. I see. <laughs> I see. Yes. Okay, switching gears. Do you guys have uh, NHL teams that you follow? If so, enjoy. Well, I am a Chicago Blackhawks fan. Yep. So I have reaped the benefits the past few years. Well, 
a few years back. You had a nice run. We had a great run. You really did. You had we a had great run. That run is kind of over. Largely right over. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little rough right now, but I live, live large uh, on the hog for a while there. <coughs> and for the number of years I had to deal with them being horrible, because, you know, I've liked them, you know, forever. Right. I mean, there were ups and downs, but there was never actually the victories till recently. The actual cups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am a New York Rangers fan, so I have one cup in my lifetime. But I do have that one cup, and I was that cup very good age. Would have been nothing if it wasn't for you guys stealing the Chicago Blackhawks team. Yeah, whatever. We also stole Edmonton's team. What That's other? True too. <laughs> That's true, we too. We took Edmonton and Chicago's best players, and it worked. Except, 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 Mike coach. Richter and Brian Leach, both homegrown, both hugely instrumental, and I would merit, I would, or I would say merit, they're both Hall of Fame players, uh, homegrown Ranger superstars. But the rest of the team largely was, yes, from the Blackhawks and most and a lot from Edmonton. But whatever. <clears throat> then we made some trades down the stretch. The Craig McTavish trade, who was at that time <coughs> you want to talk about you younger people. Craig McTavish in the nineteen ninety four Stanley Cup finals was playing without a helmet. Because yeah. <laughs> he was grandfathered in from before they had to wear helmets. He yeah. was the only player left in the league yeah. who didn't have to wear a helmet. Uh, and he was hoisted the fucking cup with the New York Rangers in 1994. But other than that, I know, right now we're in a total rebuilding stage. Total rebuilding. But I do yeah. think, fine, I'm happy with rebuilding. The Knicks are rebuilding too. I'm okay with that. Knicks as long always, as we have a plan. Knicks are always rebuilding. No, but now we're really actually, instead of trying to like bring in a Carmelo Anthony or bring in an Antonio McDice or an Amari star or, you know, an aging superstar thing, we're not doing that. Although, if Kevin Durant wants to come to the Knicks in the offseason, <laughs> come, come on down, Kevin. Uh, if it's not Durant, though, I don't want to get a Kyrie Irving or a Jimmy Butler or whatever and give him, a, give him $300 million or whatever. Like, I'm not interested. <laughs> but Durant can write his own fucking bill or whatever. Like, you know. Uh, but, all right. So, yes, Rangers fan, Blackhawks fan. Uh, Bonk's the bigger hockey fan than I am overall. Yeah. Hockey is my least favorite of the four major sports, I would have to say, if I'm being honest. Bonk was a hockey player. That's right. Yes. Uh, still, to this day, actively involved no. in our local youth, youth, youth hockey, hockey. Yes. community. Yes. <laughs> I will be on the ice Sunday. Quickly becoming a pillar Oh. <laughs> of the t- of the town's hockey program, a fixture, might I say, a fixture. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just that's the term I wanted to hear. Yeah, I figure they got at least another ten years if they stay no, playing. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I guess it's by the high school level you'll be out, but then you'll still be driving them to practices. Oh yeah, I'll get stuck dealing with that and bullshit. all that. Yeah, yeah. So. One way or the other. Yeah. They gotcha. <clears throat> All right. 
So, uh, thank you, uh, Captain Squall, again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. And here comes uh, Argar coming in with some questions. Indeed. And uh, thank you, Argar, for the apology. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was more I more posted that in jest. I wasn't really all that upset about it. I knew when they put the, uh, the Joe Dirt thing in there. Yeah, that, yeah I was like, you know. I was really more in jest. <laughs> But still, very gracious of the man to mm. offer a heartfelt it was, it apology, was. you know. So, alright, so, Argar Bargar comes on to say, how about a toast to Christian Erickson, whose long and successful career came to an end against Minnesota. And it did. I would have to say a toast as well, Meredith, <laughs> Yep. to Christian Erickson. One team, superstar, and I see you just killed your beer. I did. I gotta go get another. Yeah, you should go get another one, because in all fairness, we should throw up another toast to the end of another one team, superstar. Yeah, but... Yeah, they're still <laughs> kicking around, aren't they? Well, you're saying that, uh... As soon as the... Playoffs are over. You know? Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I thought I thought you were more saying that you know they have no chance against. Uh, oh West no, Penn. I'm not. Impl- I did already actually predict they're going to lose. Predict that, <laughs> but, but they certainly have a chance. No. Um... <laughs> All right, so box getting beer. So, oh, I don't even know what to tell y'all. All right, what I will say. I get you can tell I'm tired now. Alright, talking about Christian Erickson. So you still have the Bojo box open, right? Yeah, we're here. Right, I got it right here. Okay. Uh we should take a look. Oops. What are you trying to get? His career numbers? Yeah, let's take a quick look at Christian Erickson. Well, that's a breakdown by season on that way. But you got the... Oh, all right, whatever. Do it. Yeah, do do as you please. <laughs> we'll get two boxes open. All and right. Now we're talking. All right. Okay. So, boom, Christian right. Erickson. Christian Erickson, the retiring as the second all-time scorer in SHL history. To one Mr. Well, I will no. never retire. <laughs> Is that how the final number shook out? Well, Ace hasn't retired yet. So he's That's certainly true. going That's to be true. number one. Because at yeah, least yeah, he's right. going to have one more season. At the minimum. You yeah, know, yeah, the yeah, minimum. I see what you're saying. Yep. So he will end up being. Uh, how did they end up? Just out of curiosity. I don't precisely know. Toronto and Calgary. Yeah, so Cal- so Asa wound up with 21 points, 11 goals, 10 assists. And Erickson wound up... Bojo's got to update the Bojo box here. <laughs> yeah, remember how long it took last time? Oh, Bojo. I and yeah, Erickson wound up with 29 points. 29 points, points. okay. So he was a plus 8, but he was... Minus 11 to start. So he's still minus 3, right? Yeah. So 
Ace is still three points out ahead of them, I believe. Uh, they're both over 1,000, though. Yeah. But, so anyway, so beyond that, but forgetting about the relationship to Eric's, or Enrique, Ace, by the yeah. way, Argar, it's Enrikanen. <laughs> it is. It's it not Anne Rikinen or whatever. It's Anne just Henrikinen. That's <laughs> kind of like Esatikinen. Yeah, it's Esatikinen, but it's S. Henrikinen. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Uh, but Christian Eriksen, in 1,158 career games, scored 476 That's goals. impressive. Which I believe is also second all time. Although that may even be, well, he'll still well, wind up we, second. We still, it's it's all right. It's not going to change much. Those two are still going to be no, yeah, yeah, one and two. And with the goals scored this year, I think uh, he got a plus two on Asa. So they might be tied. <clears throat> they may actually literally be, be tied, tied right, right now. now for okay. but Ace is still going to go ahead of him next year. <laughs> but in terms of assists. They uh, 507 assists for 983 points. Strangely enough, a plus 17 for the entirety of his career. Toronto yeah. had some bad. They had. They, they had, were they very had, good early. Yeah, in his they career. were good early, and then there was a, there right. were some bad times. His teams through the 20s and the early 30s were some had some great teams, mm-hmm. although they didn't win the cup at that time. No, but they were always competitive. Yeah, for a little always while there. a lot of long playoff runs. Uh, Mark Carter was involved in a lot of that totally. stuff. Totally. The later 30s were gloomier time. Yeah. And right now they're kind of in the middle. Um, 290 uh, shot blocks, which seems like a very good number uh, for Andrew. You can a solid 898 pims. Where's hits? Oh yeah, twenty four, twenty six. Really representative. Really physical player throughout oh, yeah. his career. Uh, really kept that up. Just a, just a great, 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 great solid great Hall power, of Famer. Great on the power play. Yeah. As a matter of fact. Oh yeah. Number one all time in power all play time goals. Power play goal score. And Asa and Alonso Garbanzo are the next two. Two. Willie Weber. I mean, these are all guys who obviously played a very long time. But also, yeah. But oh, yeah. I give Erickson all the credit in the world for always staying with Toronto. Uh, I think that that deserves special praise. And may I say, is this just a generational thing? But when I hear some of the... I read some of the articles or I read, listen to some of the podcasts with some of the younger people. Like, some of that talk is, like, more about... Like, how do you feel... Like, they talk a lot about changing teams in a more cavalier fashion than I think you or I would. It seems like they do not put There's as much no weight into... To actually being on a team. Yeah, like, uh, right, like they don't... I think it's more of, like, because... It's, hear me out, like... I'm, I'm listening to yeah, you. Yeah, so this is my theory. It's more about the individual in terms of your career wanting to be... Like the the, the man, bastard, like, the man, like, like as opposed to like I was a part of a team that won won whatever X number of playoff games or cups or what you know. Or Are you was, saying that's why Calgary is a team of old men? 
it's got something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not entirely unrelated. It's not entirely unrelated. But uh, but I do feel like maybe is that a generational thing? I don't know. You could, you might be onto something there. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, and this sorry, Flappy. I don't mean to scare you here. The only reason why I like really haven't run around, you know, changing teams is just because I'm really just kind of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, think, we do this so I don't worry about money-wise. I think there's no doubt in my mind at a certain point, and I'm not exactly sure how far into this career that was, but where you decided Big Manius was going to be a career jet. Uh, yeah. Maybe at the end you thought, no. trade me and uh, get something for me or no, whatever. Well, that's I was thinking about doing that when I was like really great in my career and I was up for free agency and we were just terrible. Just yeah. right, 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 right. You know, season 31, I was saying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like at a certain point, you were definitely, like, down for staying with Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah. For all Manny's career. Big yeah. Manny's. I, 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 w- I would say that, I don't know, uh, season, like, 38 onward or yeah. something like that. I don't know. I can honestly say I never seriously thought of leaving West Kendall. It yeah. just was not going to happen. Slappy McDoodle was going to play his entire career with the platoon, come hell or high water, even if it meant, which it did, no Challenge Cup. Yep. <laughs> Although, you know, we gave it our best. Uh, and we were, But it was also easy because we were so good. Like, basically we won Slappy's whole career through, pretty much. Uh, we always, I mean, not a cup, but we were always very successful. We made the playoffs Pretty much every year. Uh, I think it was one year where we didn't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, this has all got nothing. Right. I'm sure we're yeah. way over an hour. Oh, yeah, we are, definitely. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, also, how the hell did the Chiefs pull off the 1-3 series deficit against the best team in the East with the best goaltender in the league? <sighs> got me on that one. I think it's. I think the answer is actually not. Simon T. Believe. Well, because it was them against Toronto. Come playoff time, all new sim. Michael That's McFadden's what he, fucking yeah. MVP season had no bearing on yeah. what happened yep. in the playoffs. Yep. Right. It's like you have to throw that out. Whatever magic. Whatever. Yeah. Was gone. sprinkled on him. Was gone. Come playoff time. Yep. Which has happened. A, a lot. thousand a times lot. before, yeah. Like I, I like it's almost predictable. Um, in yeah. fact, I believe yeah. I may have predicted it. No. Uh, possibly on the Rich and Adam podcast, or maybe not. I don't know, but yeah, no, it's so that's what I really think was happening there. Uh, McFadden came back down to earth. All right, and then Argar asked, you know. Thoughts on round two? Which series will be most uh, entertaining? Um, well, we kind of covered this for the most part because we basically said... Well, you're going to say the platoon because you feel like the Winnipeg series is in the bag, right? Well, <laughs> that, that, that could be very well be the case because Winnipeg's just going to win that, so it might not be all that exciting to be you know, that involved in because you have that foregone conclusion yeah. of what's going to happen there. I feel like the Blizzard have a better chance coming back against you than the Chiefs do to come and get back against the Blizzard. Oh. Honestly, the Blizzard, I think, won the, the yeah, President's Cup. And that's why right? they'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. 
but they could make it to the finals and lose it. But overall, I would say the Blizzard are a team at the top of the league right now. The Chiefs, to be fair, kind of got lucky to get... Not lucky, that's harsh, but they're a less certain playoff team okay. currently. Uh, they traded Odegaard, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, or whatever. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, Edmonton's got a better chance, but they're behind. They're behind by two games, so chances are it is going to be the Platoon Jets ultimately uh, at mm-hmm. this point. So, you're getting that done a little early. You want to refresh before you? Uh... Yeah, well. <laughs> Besides, Argar comes in with one more question. We got to get to anyways. Yes, this is a very white Russian or rum and coke. Uh, I have definite opinion. I don't know how. I, how it, um, I'm curious on your opinion because I I am going to be pretty pathetic on my response. I am not a fan of any alcohol and Coke. Like I don't care okay. what it is. I am not a fan. Uh, Bach knows I grew up being forced to drink. Like I was going to say, I, I've seen you drink bourbon and coke. I've mostly. seen you drink yeah. bourbon and coke. Yeah, before. like many, many times as a youth. And that is why I am not a fan of any <laughs> alcohol and coke. Plus, I love Coca Cola and Mountain Dew, but I love Coca Cola, and I do not like to ruin that taste by putting any booze in it. So, I would. Definitely be going White Russian. Although, to be fair, although I've drank White Russians, I'm not a regular White Russian yeah. drinker. It's a little heavy for my for my taste as a general rule. Uh, but I have had them and enjoyed them in the past. I do like rum. I just would not mix it with Coke. I would have some kind of a you know fruity drink with gotcha. an umbrella in it or something like that. <laughs> And I do like to use my wife's coconut rum and put a little splash in my coffee every once in a while on a weekend morning. That's actually very good. Okay. But All right, your thoughts. All right. So, my thoughts on uh, white Russians. I'm the, uh, I don't know if I've really had a... Somewhat, I've never been anywhere where someone says this is like a kick-ass white Russian. But I've had white Russians before, and I've never been all that thrilled with them. Yeah. It's not for um, everybody. Yeah. Uh, rum and Cokes, I'll go there. I will definitely go there. I'll t- more traditionally do bourbon and Coke. Unlike me, you I'll are a rum and regular Coke. consumer of hard of, alcohol. Of, and also bourbon, bourbon and Cokes. Bourbon. Right? Bourbon and Jim Coke. Bean and Coke. Drink. There's a few yeah. of those consumed in this house. Oh, it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. I'm not denying that. <laughs> right. So... Um, you know who drank white Russians? Like, and probably still does. Uh, you know my aunt? You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Who lives, yeah, you know. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's a big white Russian drinker. Really? But not okay. a, she's not a big drinker, I yeah, shouldn't yeah. say that. But when, but they, when, when we were at their house, or they were at our house when I was young, and my, my, all the parents were hanging out, they would play Pinochle all night long. And, and she would drink white Russians and get really loaded nice. and really crazy and nice. yeah <laughs> anyway Bog knows the person I'm talking about yes. but none of you do so on uh, that fine note 
On that fine note, oh, see, Bach is see? not in control. He's not doing his dramatic. No, no. I can't do the big cut off. Cut off. Instead, it will be this undramatic. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>